As we enter into this Advent season, uncertainty is all around us. We feel the tension. We know the longing. We live with quiet anticipation in the not yet, the known, the unknown, the liminal, mysterious space of the Advent season. As we cross over the threshold of Advent once again, what does it mean for us to lean into this season, to give ourselves to these weeks that show us there is no place where God does not desire to meet us, even in the mystery? Known and unknown, dwelling in the mystery of Advent. I was spending too much time on Twitter the other day, and I should have known better. Sure enough, in my scrolling, I came across a clip of a Christian at a political rally in a southern state in the United States who was praying that in the name of Jesus, that God would allow the Republicans to win in his state. And he was praying that Christians would turn out from all over the state and that they would vote for the person that he felt was most like Jesus. Of course, that being the name of the Republican politician. And that prayer concluded with applause. This prayer is not the kind of prayer that I'd applaud. It's the kind of prayer that hands the name of Jesus over to the politics of power. And I felt a mix of emotions, a cocktail of anger, sadness, embarrassment, muddled with the bitter fruit of betrayal. Once again, I was disappointed by a member of the greater Christian community my brother in Christ. And I wonder if this is how the small community of Christ followers felt after learning about Judas Iscariot and how he betrayed Jesus. One of their own, who had had his feet washed by Jesus, had betrayed the cause for 30 pieces of silver. This week, we read their story in Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 17 and 21 through 26. Verse 21, Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who had been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And so they nominated two men, Joseph, called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord You know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the eleven apostles. Being disappointed by the community that we love has a way of pulling the rug from underneath us leaving us with questions like, why am I here? Do I even want to associate myself with these people? Or will I ever find a place where I can feel spiritually at home? A season of disappointment can be dark and lonely. I've been there. Maybe you've been there. I'm encouraged by the followers of Christ in this passage. They continue to journey in the community even after the devastating betrayal of Judas. I don't want to be overly prescriptive here, but if 
we've experienced broken relationships that despite our best efforts can't be healed, we can continue hoping and believing that there are people out there who will walk beside us. Disappointment with people is a part of the journey, but it doesn't need to be the end of it.